Welcome to the Emergency Management Network Podcast. Emergency Management's trusted voice, sponsored by Disaster Tech, the Natural Disaster and Emergency Management Expo, and Titan HST. There's been a debate about whether or not someone should have a college degree to be an emergency manager. The second side of that argument is whether we should have emergency management degree programs at all. For full disclosure, I am an emergency management educator. And if you read or listen to the Emergency Management Network, you know that I also write and research on trends in emergency management. The field of emergency management is the discipline and profession of applying science, technology, planning, and management to deal with extreme events that can injure or kill large numbers of people, do extensive property damage, and disrupt community life. When such events do occur, they cause extensive harm, and they are called disasters. Hotmer, 1991. This definition eloquently defines emergency management, explains what a disaster is, and exemplifies how academia and research provide conceptual and practical tools for emergency managers. Researchers tell us who we are and what we do and how and why we do the things that we do and provide guidance and advice to where we should be going. Emergency management relies on researchers to observe and evaluate and provide references and reports and offering recommendations and reflect on how and what we have done to help us define and recognize and understand the multitude of issues we face in emergency management. Dr. Carol Seawick argues that similar disciplines fund research through education programs and advance beyond a mere job to a dedicated profession. She continues by stressing that without higher education programs, the field of emergency management is doomed to disappear and be absorbed by public safety programs. Her interview will be published soon. How do we take a field or discipline seriously if we do not research the issues and programs effectiveness? There are areas of study dedicated to supply chain in the business world, and they study disruptions, forecast needs, increasing product varieties, shorter product life cycles, and ever-growing expectation of consumers. The rising cost of competition due to globalization and the business makes forecasting essential to matching supply with demand. There's hundreds of publications, TV news programs, think tanks, and thousands of books that are dedicated to business research. And you rarely hear people questioning the need for business and MBA programs. Over the last few decades, scholars researching emergency management have accumulated literature. And this has opened great opportunities for further development of EM theories and strategies. I was asked, why do we even care to do disaster research? The United Nations Office for Disaster Risk Reduction estimates that globally, from 2000 to 2012, disasters killed 1.2 million people, affecting 2.9 billion others, and claimed $1.7 trillion in material damage. The United States has moved to a new normal of frequent billion-dollar hurricanes, eight of the ten costliest occurred since 2004. The Department of Defense warns that climate change threatens national security and will cause global political instability due to prolonged drought and flooding, food shortages, 
desertification, population dislocation, mass migration, and sea level rise. So how do colleges and universities make a difference in emergency management? Academic research looks beyond emergency management's immediate needs. The university's role involves exploring all phases of disaster. As an institution of higher education and research, they, by definition, are responsible for contributing to the body of knowledge of emergency management and society as a whole. In addition to expanding education programs, institutions study the intersection of disasters and policies. An example of how research contributes to society is the studies completed on post-disaster homelessness. Research may be one of the most misunderstood components of emergency management. It is often regarded by disaster responders as esoteric undertaking carried out by individuals with little understanding of the real world and less understanding of disaster issues. In reality, research in disasters is one of the most vital functions that can be carried out by those involved in such events. I had the opportunity to interview Dr. Daniel P. Ulrich, Director of Security and Resilience Studies programs at Northeastern University. His research in post-disaster recovery. The book, Black Wave, How Networks and Governance Shape Japan's 9-11 Disasters is an excellent example of how disaster research can shape policy and how emergency management professionals approach preparedness and recovery. I'm not arguing that we have to have a bunch of academics leading the way. The best disaster research are practitioners with substantial experience in disaster response and planning because they know the questions that must be asked. The research is to determine the truth about the event itself. As Craig Fugate says, lessons learned and not implemented are lessons observed. Mistakes and missteps will continuously be repeated without such efforts and application of the resulting knowledge to disaster planning and response process. Until the last decade, disaster research had been limited to the narrative descriptions of the event that predicated the disaster, reports on the number of persons killed, injured, and displaced, and descriptions of what interventions were or were not applied. After action reports, or AARs, could be a way for researchers to learn how to improve response and explore how effective planning and exercises are. Unfortunately though, many of those reports have been biased and self-serving as the responding agencies have performed them. AARs have little value in eliminating or modifying hazards, reduction of risk and improving capacities and reducing vulnerabilities, enhancing preparedness for response to future events, or designing or implementing future relief activities. AARs do not give much insight into how the response to actions may affect future responses. Disaster research is performed retrospectively after the impact phase and during the recovery activities. And this is because collecting information during a disaster has ethical considerations and may be deemed inappropriate. The design, acceptance, and implementation of such studies of these still remain the task of the future. Universities and other agencies should jointly consider and improve the above matter. The roles of universities span all phases of the disaster cycle. The university is essential during the impact emergency phase, risk reduction and strategies, preparedness and mitigation. The role of the university in disaster management includes disaster education, relief and support to the affected community and grasping the situation from a research perspective. We also have significant roles in midterm and long-term support such as academic contributions and policy proposals. The university also has a role in educating and developing scenarios and provide the basics 
and advanced training. Furthermore, by establishing coalitions, it becomes possible for the university to do research suited to the needs of the particular community. Universities provide a universe of knowledge, of expertise that can be readily mobilized when needed. It is often in the interdisciplinary overlap of professional domains where the situation lies. And universities can also provide the breadth and the width of skills conductive to finding the optimum solutions. With strong management skills and available assets, academia can have a significant and lasting contribution to the profession of emergency management. I hope you're enjoying what we're doing here at the Emergency Management Network. Please subscribe. And if you're here on your favorite podcast player, please give us five stars. Much appreciated. Until next time, stay safe, stay hydrated.